0: And a small, a small chocolate shake. Because I'm trying
1: to watch my figure, not a large, a small. Ladies and gentlemen, this is an auspicious day. What a day! What a fabulous day! It is, in fact, a red-letter day. Today marks the dawning of a new episode of Real Deal No Sex Appeal. A constant barrage of eye-opening conspiracies and ad-libbed innuendo. Featuring Parker...
0: If at first you don't succeed, keep on sucking till
1: you do succeed. <laughs> and Chris. On the streets, he's known as a jackass. Two premier content creators promoting the healthiest brand integrity in the world. Tell them what they've won, Spider. The way
0: I see it, this should be a very dynamite show. Got my mojo
2: wing. Got my mojo wing. Got my mojo
1: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Real Deal No Sex Appeal. My name is Chris, with me as always is Parker, and uh, it's actually just us today, so no game of games, sorry to our dozen listeners. Uh, Alex isn't here, he's being a yeti. And uh, in his <laughs> honor, I guess, we watched both I Know What You Did Last Summer and its sequel I Still Know What You Did Last Summer. Parker, when I was a kid, like middle school-ish, uh, kids would make a lot of jokes about these titles. And I think it lends itself to jokes Just because the title is so long and unwieldy
0: But aren't you happy That the sequel tease at the end of the first one Where it said I still know That they just doubled down on it and went, Yeah you know what that'll work I still know
1: what you did I like it even more that in in the beginning of the second movie They are just like yeah that was a dream sequence
0: <laughs> Yeah fuck you <laughs> Thanks for coming back yeah. less than a year later You stupid kid
1: We still have Jennifer it's Love me. Hewitt Stupid kid buddy <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that um but uh before that uh let's talk about uh the news do we have any news please say no i mean there's news
0: but we each have like a million movies, combined yeah. we have almost 40 movies like, okay <laughs> i start. don't want to talk about Suicide squad squad 2 before i have to and that's my <laughs> promise i made to myself i'll probably break it next week yeah. just to hurt you physically but that's fine yeah. it depends on what you assign me
1: well the reason we have so many movies to talk about is we took last week off uh consider that a bye week i think we were both kind of uh a little bit burnt out after meeting each other and kissing so much so uh-huh. for my birthday we went to iron age and we had a great time and then we went home we we're like let's find something to do man and uh we were like, sorry who's that <laughs> who talks like that uh me and uh we went on to netflix and we found a movie i've been waiting for for years to see i have because like the the only way for me to like find it for a while was on dvd but finally it's on netflix 2007's murder party by uh jeremy solnier uh murder party fucking like that that's a great movie that's that is really really good i i like that a lot I was having a great time throughout the entire thing. I thought it was genuinely pretty funny. It's a good setup. It's got very good writing. The camera work is very good, considering it was shot for about $11. I I like this movie a lot, so highly recommend it.
0: I wasn't as high on it as everyone else, but I think what I said was like, in terms of movies where you can tell a dude had $500 and four of his art class friends, it's about as good as you're going to get. Like, you compare it to any of those types of movies, it's a fucking masterpiece.
1: Oh, yeah. So, uh, after that... Oh, God. I just looked, eh. and, uh... T- eh. Four of my next five are ones that were assigned to me.
0: Oh, thank you, Base
1: God. So, luckily, good, thank goodness that Alex isn't here. Because he <laughs> he actually made a, a some, something of a mistake. First of all, I watched Ed. Ed is legitimately... <laughs> I forgot about these. <laughs> Ed is legitimately one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. Ed stars Matt LeBlanc. And not a chimpanzee it is a little person in a chimpanzee outfit they play excuse me that's right so when he assigned me another movie with a chimpanzee in it, it's not the same chimpanzee he actually fucked up don't let him know because you'll find another chimpanzee movie for me anyway I'm texting it's a... him now. no please don't anyway uh this movie like seriously there's nothing good about this movie at one point i think they make a racial a racial joke it's not racist but it's kind of racial you know uh, you
0: know, kids—they love that racial humor.
1: It's no—it's weird. Like, okay, so uh, they're getting to the point of the game where ain't no rule says a monkey can't play baseball, and the opposing coach is just like, "Now, wait a minute—we let all sorts of people play baseball, but..." And the umpire is like, "Oh, is that what you mean?" The umpire happens to be black. So, uh, <laughs> great timing on that. Someone
0: took their shot. And then it got through and they went, Oh shit, seriously? Alright, well, and th- that explains, don't say anything.
1: That explains why there's a spank a monkey joke in the movie as oh, well. Hell yeah.
0: Parker. A little sub for the parents of the audience. Parker. Hey,
1: laugh at some black
0: jokes, laugh
1: about a dude jacking off while your kid laughs at the monkey. The monkey that poops and pees everywhere. It's it's seriously <laughs> it is so shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it's seriously so bad. Uh now I knew I was in for a really bad time. Wait, because, you know what? I had to pay money to watch this. I couldn't find it anywhere. <laughs> like, there's, you would think, oh, something like this will be on, like, YouTube or something with, like, Swedish subtitles, and you'll just watch it like that. Now, let me tell you, Parker, let me just, it was like, oh, what's that about? How does it work? It's it's not just I'm playing minor league baseball. Let me read the description on iTunes where I rented it for three ninety nine. <clears throat> You'll go bananas for baseball's funniest <laughs> rookie when friend star Matt LeBlanc teams up with the hottest third baseman this side of Cooperstown. Ed, a chimp who's the reigning champ of friendship and fly balls. Pitcher Jack Deuce Cooper, LeBlanc, is in a major bind when he makes it to the minor leagues and gets stage fright on the mound. Back on the farm, he's dynamite. In front of a crowd, he chokes but good luck swings to the rescue when a hairy hero steps up to the plate. Jack's new teammate and roommate is Ed, a chimpanzee who turns out to be a born baseball player, a bona fide matchmaker, and the best buddy Jack ever had. With Ed's help, the Santa Rosa Rockets might just clinch the pennant, and Jack will learn the first rule of the game is to have fun. Jane Brooke, Jack Warren, and Bill <laughs> Cobbs co-star this hilarious, heartwarming family comedy that hits a home run of laughs with every play. I've, I hated every word of
0: that. <laughs> I'm still processing it. I'm sorry. I've never heard something so jam packed with cliches and
1: puns. That's incredible. I watched before we get to the other ones. I watched four movies that you guys assigned me. One of them made me cry. Do you know which one? <laughs> what were the
0: four? <laughs> I hope it was the first purge, dearly.
1: No, actually, it's the next movie. MVP, Most Valuable Primates. <laughs> now, I watched these movies back to back because I was like, well, I can get rid of this quickly. Um, MVP is about. Most Valuable Primate is about a chimpanzee that plays hockey. It doesn't actually do that, it's just, it looks like it does. Uh. And the reason I cried is because Ed, like I said, Ed is legit one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. It just like straight up looks bad and nothing works in it. Whereas with this, it's like uh, there, there's an opening scene, right? And there's like this little girl, and and she's deaf, but she's not stupid. All right, she's deaf. She could read lips, and she's she's like in middle school or something like that. And all the girls in her class are inviting each other out to this party, and no one bothers to invite her. But she can read their lips. She knows that they're all going to a party, and she comes home and she's crying that no one invited her to the party. I felt so bad for her. I was actually kind of crying at that. That's <laughs> a tearjerker.
0: Just, just at work tearing up. Hey, Chris, what's going on? You just quickly hit X. Nothing. Ah, uh, nothing. Yeah. The allergies like, outside. I just. Is that a is that a monkey playing hockey? That just I just no. feel
1: so bad because it's like it's like this little girl. She wasn't doing anything wrong. Anyway, the rest of the movie is about a monkey playing hockey. So, <laughs> that's about all I got to say about that. Uh, then I watched, I, I took a break because I was just, I was borderline skeletal after watching those two movies. I watched a movie in the theaters that was a real great time. It's 1986's Little Shop of Horrors. That movie fucking rules. I love this Does movie. Does plant play hockey in that? I wish it did because it would be great. But Little Shop of guys, watch Little Shop of Horrors. This movie's really, really good. Watch the original, too, like because the original is actually kind of good, too, considering that You're they shot it in too two much days for, like, $500. But Little Shop of Horrors, the 1986 version, is so funny. I I, I downloaded the soundtrack as soon as I got home. Uh, Bill Murray is hysterical. Look at the Christopher Guest scene. Holy shit, I think that might be the hardest I've ever laughed at a theater. Uh, he was just... He's in the movie for about 15 seconds. He's the funniest part of the movie. So, that one gets a solid recommendation. That's one of the best movies i watched watched all, all week. All two weeks. Um... Then I watched. But watch, you watched
0: some good stuff this week. I did. Like I gave you some good stuff to watch this week.
1: Yeah, like 1997's *The Shining*. So I'm at yeah. work, right? And I tell my friend, yeah. "Oh, I can't believe it! I have to watch the three-hour version of *The Shining*." He's like, "Oh, wait, that should be good." I was like, "What?" And, and I was like, he was like, "Yeah, you know, I didn't know that there was an alternate cut of *The Shining*." And oh, I didn't know uh-huh. how to tell him. <laughs> Stephen King saw a good movie based on one of his works he was just like that's not the real version the real version would be like this look I understand that he's called the master of horror but after watching the 1997 TV miniseries of The Shining Stephen King doesn't know how to be scary like he straight up like b- doesn't know to to watch that product and go yeah go and put my name at the top of that he wrote the screenplay that takes
0: a large amount of hubris and also cocaine
1: It's not, no, it's 97. I think he had given it up by then. But n- there's well, no excuse for it. Something. It gave up something. This is so... It, it's seriously, like... It's it's nowhere near as disastrous as some people say. Like, I looked it up on uh, Letterboxd or whatever. The reviews are just, like, fiery. Everybody's just been like... It just misses the point of the book entirely. Even though he wrote it. I was just like, no, no, no. It doesn't miss the point of the book entirely. The problem is it's too faithful to the book. It's... See, the problem with it is... A, it's far too long. This is actually four and a half hours...
0: And I I, felt so bad for a moment until I remembered 49ers times 12. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I wish I could sign it twice. See, the thing about it is it just kind of drags on. There's a whole lot of talking and nothing scary happening and a lot of tonal shifts, you know? So uh, one of the things that people praise about it, uh, I see, I've seen the Doug Walker review of this one before. And the only thing he liked about this more shocking yeah is uh you're gonna say it too is uh that uh the the (laughs) actor who plays jack in this uh, is he thinks that the portrayal not necessarily the performance but the portrayal is better than in the uh stanley kubrick version i respectfully disagree because jack nicholson can do no wrong but also because this one there is a there is a big tonal shift early in the movie also is just it's it's the writing. It's Stephen King is a good writer, but not in this. He really doesn't know what he was doing. Like nothing here seems to work right. The best part of the movie is a brief cameo by uh by uh what's his name? Sam Raimi. Uh yeah, I forgot about th- the that. The black guy calls him a uh, a real uh what was it? A real um Mf something or other, uh-uh. an MFA. Uh-uh. He calls him a real MFA, and uh, Sam Mary was like, "What does that mean? Mighty fine American." <laughs> and then he leaves, Boy. and you're and uh, Sam Murray looks into the eyes. He says, "Yeah, you're one dead MFA." <laughs> so that's the oh one part God. of the movie I kind of liked, <laughs> and everything else in the I'm movie. Glad it was worth. Them. Yeah, uh, it wasn't. I'm I'm not happy. I saw this. But it was, would you say that kissing, kissing—that's what you've been missing? I wouldn't <laughs> ever in my life. <laughs> I would also never call a kid a pup. What the oh, fuck? Yikes! That's the most Stephen King thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> now, follow-up question: So you watched this all in one sitting, correct? I did actually. Yeah, it was just like. So you're over
0: me. four hours in. Your body's just a mass of nothing. Waiting for something loopy. scary to happen. And when you get to the end, and he's at graduation, and that ghost pops up, how hard did you laugh? (laughs)
1: Because it's the funniest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. I wasn't laughing quite as hard as when I saw the Encyclopedia Britannica kid just floating all over the place. (laughs) (laughs) What if we gave Tony an actual body? Wouldn't that be scary? says the guy has been writing horror stories for five decades? Let's let's read up on the Wikipedia. Hmm, he chose the T V miniseries series aspect because it would be able to show more violence than the original. There's no blood in this. There's <laughs> nothing really violent in this. It makes it uh, yeah. it doesn't make the right sound effect when the crow came out. It hits their bodies. There is a legit All violence
0: <laughs> aired on ABC, which had just been bought by Disney, wasn't allowing any violence.
1: There was like very cool. There was like a legit slapstick moment in the in the final act in the climax where <laughs> uh, Jack is looking for Wendy. I had to remember their names, and he sticks his head through one thing, and she slams this thing up and hits his jaw. It is like a legit three stooges <laughs> moment. I actually kind of laughed. I was like, "You oaf." <laughs> <laughs> I'm very happy you enjoyed your experience So it's it's stupid And then I watched The First Purge The worst movie I've seen from 2018 uh, It's an actual black movie So uh Uh oh Yeah
0: I also watched The First Purge <laughs> Yeah you well, liked I it The First Purge <laughs> My main thought was Out of my two friends that are on here One of them will really like it And the other one is Chris You think Alex is
1: going to like this?
0: 100%.
1: This movie sucks. It sucks in the same way all the Purge movies suck. I hate the Purge movies so much. I
0: know you do. You have two more coming.
1: I don't think I need to do that. Have you seen Harold and Maude? No. Well, it's very well known. 1971, a romantic black comedy drama. And it's about this young kid. He falls in love with an old lady. Uh, it's, (laughs) I, I don't even know how to explain it. People really like it. It's like a cult classic. It's like really popular. I didn't like it at all. Uh, but I watched a movie that's very similar to it called, uh, Ali, Fear Eats the Soul. It's a German movie and it's about a relatively young Middle Eastern guy who falls in love with a relatively older, uh, German woman. And it's like, what if it was, uh, uh, just... Forgot what's called Harold and Maude, except with racism and oh, uh, fuck yes. Actually, this one's uh, the better movie because uh it's this is actually kind of a bold take to just show like how racist white people can be. So uh, whereas instead of in other movies, even like if you ever seen like The Help, The Help is so much more like it's almost like they're camouflaging we know these people are racist and they're still trying to hide it it's like we know I mean come on this is Alabama what, what else if, do they have if they're just misunderstood that's you know it's, I've considered it isn't Harold Ahmad the movie with
0: Tom Hanks he's a cop and he's got the dog partner
1: Really I'm going to edit show. it. I'm really going to edit Don't you dare. I'm going to edit I want it. want your silence to be there forever. No, it's not going to be silence. It's going to be the laugh from Final Fantasy Ten. Anyway. <laughs> it's going to be so high I, as well, i yeah. am very tired.
0: <laughs> Chump, having a week off and then coming back to being up at 6 a.m. has been no bueno for this guy. Oh, I'm so sorry. I have not adjusted. <laughs> It's rough for me too. Turns out eating only crab meat for six <laughs> days
1: and then going back to working a real job because, is... <laughs> not feeling so hot. Well, I can recommend Ali Fear Eats the Soul. Uh, I also watched definitely get to it. Yeah, sure. I also watched the Marcore by Federico Fellini. A complete waste of my time. Uh, and then I watched Godzilla versus uh, Mechagodzilla, or whatever it's called. Also, a complete waste of my time. Then I watched uh, A Woman Under the Influence. Uh, this oh, one's kind of... <laughs> Have you seen this?
0: <laughs> no. But, uh, you know what? Go ahead. Oh. Uh, f-
1: okay. There's a
0: lot of horrible ways to take that. Yeah, you could. Right uh, this one's actually... going to be a good person
1: you know, for once. I, I appreciate that. Uh, this one's kind of weird. It stars... I, I don't remember who it stars, but... Um, it's uh, a woman. She won the... I think she won the Academy Award for it, or was at least nominated for it. And it's one of those early ones where a woman portrays someone with mental... Uh, uh, problems, and it's like kind of Oscar bait for it. The movie itself is kind of boring. I actually don't recommend it, but it's it's sort of interesting oh. to sort of watch what what she's trying to do. For a while, I was like, wait a second, she's not the crazy one. It's everyone else around her. And I'm like, 20 minutes in, I'm like, oh, is that the idea that the modern woman is driven crazy by the men around her sort of thing? It's just like, no. At some point, she actually does start acting crazy. And you're like trying to figure out exactly what's going on. And again, there's a little too much. What looking at it, like trying to understand what they're trying to communicate here, acting is about communication, and I think that's where this movie kind of struggles. I'm not sure what they're trying to communicate. Then I was just, <laughs>
0: <laughs> fellas, women be shopping, am I right?
1: Then I, I sent you a, a joke. I was like, what was more embarrassing, uh, <laughs> Fire Festival, Dashcon, or Jonestown? And it got me thinking. I should read up more about Jonestown, and also watch Jonestown, <laughs> no. The Life and Death of People's Temple. Yeah, uh, that'll,
0: that'll ruin your day real quick.
1: Yeah, it did. You Because it has the audio tapes from there. You get to hear the children screaming. Yeah, you sure do. Yeah, so uh, whatever you watched this, this week uh, wasn't as scary as what I watched this week. And... Uh, I think the worst thing about this documentary, because it is a good documentary, I think the worst part about it is you get too much both sides of this. You're like, how could there be a oh, both no, sides? No. So it's like, what's a good part of uh, mass suicide? Oh, you get way too many people who are kind of almost flirting with defending uh, this Jim Jones guy. Like, getting you know, in way too theory, close to So Taking uh, a
0: heroic dosage of methamphetamines every single day and praising the word of God and preaching for eight hours.
1: It's actually pretty cool. But it also it's it's like a comment on like this is how's a cult start and stuff, you know. Then I watched Picnic at Hanging Rock. Oh hey. Oh god Jesus. What?
0: But to backtrack real quick, one last thing about Jonestown. Yeah. The thing that blew my mind, because I'd heard the tapes before, you just hear this doddering old man that sounds like he's dying. Yeah. He was in his forties. Oh yeah. He sounds a hundred years old when you hear that tape. Oh yeah, he was he was definitely like slurring his words. You could tell. Just High out of his balls for months. Yeah, that tape is... uh... Recommend you don't listen to that. Definitely watch the movie The Sacrament and then listen to those tapes afterwards and
1: had a rough evening. So I watched an Australian movie that wasn't a Mad Max movie, so big mistake on my part. This is called Picnic at Hanging Rock. Parker, (laughs) this is... I remember the seagull debacle where I was like I'm going to assign you that and you are just like I'm just not going to do it <laughs> yes <laughs> this is almost an identical movie uh, god damn it. have you seen the trailer for The Favourite yet I have not I'm but it sounds pretty, like something I don't want to see it is like number one and it's like <laughs> as soon as you hear the music you're like oh god no <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I almost want to like get a recording of you watching the favorite so you could like hear it. Uh, anyway, picnic, picnic at Hanging Rock is in the last 1900 turn of the century, so already uh, you're out. These two th- hours. This All Girls oh Academy, they go to they go to have a picnic at this like, like rock that's like big and up high and a number of them disappear and it's a mystery what happened to them. Parker, you know my favorite kind of ending.
0: <laughs> when they don't
1: exist. Yeah! Look, I fucking love it!
0: <laughs> I love to devote my time and attention to something and receive a giant fucking... I'm going
1: to spoil this movie for everyone who hasn't watched it, because yeah. no one should watch it. So, this is based on the book, and the book had the same exact non-ending. So I'm like, what? There's got to be more. Turns out there was an ending, but she and the publisher cut it out, because they were just like, nah, the mystery is better. Turns out the mystery is better! You know what the ending was? Do You know how they all disappeared? It was a tell time me. warp. They walked into <laughs> a fucking... Fuck yes. <laughs> fuck
0: yes. Better movie.
1: I fucking hate this movie so much.
0: The favorite. In early 18th century, England is at war with the French. Nevertheless, duck racing and pineapple eating are thriving. How about you go fuck yourself?
1: <laughs> what How about my friend you says really excited that? for. I was like, what is with you, dude? <laughs> it... Parker, In Parker, 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 do me a favor. Parker, do me a no. favor. Record yourself reacting to the trailer right now. Come on, look it up on YouTube. Oh, God, Hang on. Watch it on your phone so we can like synchronize it. <laughs> queen, oh. how the kingdom? It's always
0: given us three distributors at the front no, of the trailer. <laughs> yeah. I'm the queen, but you are mad. Haha, <laughs> 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 she fell out of the carriage. What a clumsy
1: oaf. That's the best part of the trail.
0: Oh fuck, is this supposed to be funny? Oh shit. shoot something. I'm gonna see this in front of every fucking movie I see at Draft House for the rest of the year. dramatic. Yes, if you try and make me watch this I'm just not going to do it Your majesty, I'd like to enjoy the music now (sighs) This is madness
1: Sometimes a lady likes to have some fun Who is this Fucking whatever, man It'd be a real shame If the cowboys don't win I mean, twelve times multiplier.
0: <laughs> as soon as you fly down here, and buy my ticket, and force me in that seat, I will gladly sit through it. But until then, I don't even have anything to say. It's just a bunch of fucking assholes in frilly
1: dresses dancing around. i love these oldie timey trailers making you watch them why did you fucking ruin my day with this how is that from the guy who did the killing of a sacred deer in lobster i don't understand it's gonna be trippy uh anyway speaking of great hope nicole Kidman gives someone a sad hand job in it too oh good uh anyway uh wait does that happen in the lobster nope oh good Anyway, because um, a, a girl I mean, wants to watch it with me, and I'm like, I don't want I that. haven't seen it, so no promises, actually. Oh, good. Uh, I also watched Bad Times of the El Royale, which is my favorite movie oh, that God, I've seen yes. this year. It's so good. If we could just talk about this real quick. Everyone keeps saying, oh, it's low-budget, uh, or it's 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 discount Tarantino. <sighs> I think that's a lazy comparison. First of all, it's very obviously based on Tarantino's work. Like, there's a little bit more to it than that. There's a lot that Tarantino would have done better. The dialogue would have been a little bit punchier. But there's a lot that Tarantino would have done a lot worse. No one like calls each John other... Hamm
0: say the N word eight it, times?
1: Exactly. That would have happened. Or uh, there's a scene in which uh, the the black woman takes off her her heels. We would have seen so many close ups <laughs> of her feet. You know. I just think, and there would have been like a narration that would have ruined some of the fun of it. This is, it's by the same director as Cabin in the Woods and you can see it, you know? And that's the fun of this movie, you know? Like, I, I think these movies, both Cabin in the Woods and this movie, work really well because you can see things from a sort of different perspective. I, I really like this movie. I, I wouldn't say it's flawless. I think, again, the dialogue would be a little bit improved and, and some people aren't really into the story. Some people said the story is too complicated. I thought the story was perfect. Yeah, that's best part of it i don't understand yeah uh i will say this chris hemsworth uh it's the only reason he got away with sleepwalking his way through this movie is because of that body
0: i mean it turns out i'm into one thing specifically and that's uh chris hemsworth with the shirt open just sashing around the deep purple turns out i have to do some soul exploring about myself later
1: so there's a scene in there he basically plays like a charles manson sort of guy There's a scene in there where he makes two girls uh, wrestle over who gets to uh, go to bed with him. At first I was like, yeah, what girls would do that? And then I saw his body when he's dancing in Hush. I was like, what girl wouldn't do that? You start sizing up that room like, I can knock that
0: bitch out real quick. Yeah. drive an elbow right into her temple.
1: As soon as she, one of them just tackles the other. I'm like, how do you get flipped from there? It's like, no wonder you guys watch MMA. It was like, if whoever wins <laughs> this one, Khabib versus uh, McGregor, then whoever wins gets to sleep with Chris Hemsworth. And no wonder you're putting show Yeah, in the I've been the practicing
0: legs. double legs on a sandbag all day long. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait.
1: I thought the humor in the movie worked. I thought it would what little of it there is. I thought the twists work really well. Uh, I I love the climax. I, I I really really like this movie, and I like the ending, and I really like the music too. Although you know what's unfortunate is I looked up the uh, soundtrack when I got home. I, I wanted to find their version of "He's a Rebel," because uh, I think it's a little bit better than the original. Uh, I think I, I, what's the name of the of the African American singer in this?
0: I'm racist, so I don't know Cynthia. Something or I didn't remember anyone's name oh, outside of like, oh, there's Jeff Bridges. Yeah, Jeff
1: Bridges is good. Uh-huh. Um, this might be his final film role. <laughs> um, yeah, I, that's a pretty good role to go out on. Yeah, I, I thought I thought he did a real good job. I thought you know that's the thing there's there's a point in the movie where they communicate so much with just a single glance at another character, and that's something that you know I, I don't think they do that often in a Tarantino movie. There would have been a brief uh, cutaway It would have freeze-framed, and Tarantino would have explained it, and he would have said that that's style. So
0: Another movie couldn't have been too confusing, because I was catching on to things before they were revealed, and I am incredibly stupid. Yeah. So it can't be that convoluted.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Ah, some people complain too much.
0: Anyway, uh, next My one... My only complaint oh, is good. that I went to the, like, 1020 show. though. No. And there were 20 minutes of trailers, and I did not look beforehand to see the movie is two hours and 20 minutes. So that's on me. Yeah. That's my personal failing. But I did not plan on getting out of that theater at 1 (laughs) a.m. Oops. Also, holy balls, all those trailers. Because we're getting trailers for all the January and February movies now. All the good ones. Boy, that was the first time I saw the trailer for Widows. Holy shit. Someone's going to be watching that next year. I can feel it.
1: Damn it. That looks like
0: absolute dog
1: shit. They keep showing it, too.
0: How did I avoid it for so long?
1: I've, I've seen that trailer like four fucking times. I just,
0: how is that a real
1: movie? He saw Ocean's 8 he's like, no, 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 no. Guys, here's how I would do it. <laughs> how do you build that movie? Ah, from the director of 12 Years a
0: Slave. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, cool. Now, that girl that... Tangled in the spiders or whatever, whatever looks like dog shit. No, looks even, that, that actually
1: looks worse. Yeah, it's, I, at this point, I'm real, I'm willing to just leave it as the first uh, Dragon Tattoo movie. I don't need this new one. Yeah. And Tangled in the spiders web is it's not based on a Deke Larson book. It's like the the one that was like a spinoff or whatever. Because he oh, had died, yes. right? Yeah, yeah. So I think it's oh, a different one. I think I could be wrong. Yeah, I don't know. Otherwise,
0: he could have done like any other movie. Yeah, <laughs> you exactly. just kept making more horror movies yeah. for me. No, I mean, I I get it. You try and latch yourself onto a franchise well, yeah. i get it but god damn it
1: so uh i only have three more here uh first one is uh goodfellas which i watched my good friend gabby and that went well she I've liked heard it of that. uh i happen to like goodfellas a lot it's one of my all-time favorites and uh, she asked the right questions you know so uh nothing negative. why do they all talk so funny well she's italian so oh <laughs> um <laughs> moron. <laughs> so do you do, do you think that uh, Gaffman is uh, is kind of like the Tommy <laughs> Two Times of that movie? <laughs> yes, hundred <laughs> percent. Our show's so fucking stupid. <laughs> A joke for three people. <laughs> I know. The next one I watched is called The Last Waltz. It's uh, another Martin Scorsese movie about the band. It's a classic rock movie. You wouldn't like it. And steel. Then I have a special one. This is uh, oh god. This is perhaps the most excited I've ever been to uh, to talk about a movie on this podcast because you've never heard of this, and no one who's listening to this movie who's listening to this podcast has ever heard of this movie. Cause I had never heard of this. This one, and in fact, if I when I say it, you're not going to be able to find it when you search for it. It's it's hard to spell. It's it's very oh. barely known. It's a. Uh, I, but I ended up loving it. It's called Escanaba in the Moonlight*. And um, I'm gonna fucking type that now. How could exactly? Yeah, and one of my friends at work, Bill, who did not like *Princess Bride*, which I don't even know how that is because that is right up his alley. Uh, I, I no really, that's his. That is a movie that like. You'd think would be perfect for Bill and his, you know, sensibility. Anyway, uh, he was like, "You have to watch this movie." I was like, oh, "All right, I'll give it a chance." I can't even spell this thing. Can't find it anywhere. And it doesn't get much better when I go onto iTunes to rent it. Rent it, three ninety nine. Buy it, four ninety nine. Uh, so uh, not popular. Got a solid fifty percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and no one saw it when it was released in theaters. Uh, directed by and written by uh, Jeff Daniels, and starring Jeff Daniels. Um, what? yeah. And you're like, Oh, that's a swerve. I was not expecting. Yeah, that's right. This is one of the best movies I've ever seen in my life. Uh, it is very, very funny. Um, it's a very sort of, uh, upper Michigan sort of folksy humor. Uh, you know, sort of like that, sort of like Northern Midwest region, you know, where it's, it's like, they all sort of talk like this. So kind of like Fargo, but without all the killing. Uh, basically, Jeff Daniels is in a, a family where they go deer hunting every year, and he has to catch a he has to bag a deer uh, before he goes home. Otherwise, he breaks the family tradition or something like that. At first, it's pretty funny. It's like I, I can understand the jokes they're going with. There's a really, really good fart joke, but then it gets trippy. Once it gets trippy, that's like wait, now I'm having a good time. There are UFOs in this movie. I I actually really liked it. It's actually the be- the best part of it is the writing. Jeff Daniels wrote a really, really good movie here. So uh, I recommend this movie to just about everyone. And the last note about it, uh, before you can make a joke about it, is uh, I think my mom would have really liked this movie. So uh, well,
0: I'm not gonna make a joke about it now.
1: Yeah, Danny, there we go. That's my shield. He's son of a bitch. Yeah. Anyway, you I can't say that after every movie. That's not fair. I can't do it for that one. I can certainly say my mom not. would not have liked the first purge. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you know, maybe one day we can find out. Anyway, uh, Parker? <laughs> she would have loved Skeletor <laughs> and his syringe knives.
1: Don't talk to me about it. Anyway, uh, what movies did you watch? Okay, so last
0: time we all talked to each other was the last day of my visit in my hotel room. Uh-huh. So we had, we had to be out of that hotel at about 2 o'clock. My flight was not until 8 o'clock. I made the adult decision to sit in the airport for 5 plus hours instead of going to see Venom. And I'm very proud of myself. That's heroic restraint on my part. Also, I didn't want to pay the Uber fares. Good. So instead, flew home. It was very nice because on the in-flight thing, they had a couple of like TV channels you could watch for free. So I just watched the Winter Soldier the whole flight. Solid tech. Didn't have to pay for Wi-Fi. So I get home, and the first thing we do, I get home, drive four hours, sleep the entire night, wake up. We rented the first Purge. <laughs> Good. You deserve it. I'd absolutely do. And you know what? Pretty good. (laughs) Sorry. Nah, it's... It is a Purge movie. Do you like Purge movies? No. Hey, you'll like this one. Do you like Purge movies? You don't. You're going to, because I'm going to beat them into you. But, uh...
1: Did you watch through the credits, my friend? I I did, yeah. And it... it, 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 This is the prequel one, so it's like, oh, now we're going to roll out the Purge the first movie which i don't have to see so
0: and also we're only got that new tv series that you made me watch the first episode of
1: oh no
0: it there's i mean there's nothing to say about it it just sets up a whole bunch of characters like and starts counting down like the episode starts i think two hours before the purge starts and then like the end of the episode the purge is starting so i just got a bunch of build-up for a show i will fingers crossed never watch you're gonna make me watch it oh, well we'll see I mean
1: we have to figure it out somehow
0: like the entire thing was just 50 minutes of buildup to a universe I don't care. like if it this the whole season was on Netflix and the next episode was auto starting I probably would have left it on and given it one more yeah I you but would. I have no I've I have no desire to be like oh man I gotta see out episode two and see what happens to these people it's it's there it's a show that existed and you made me watch and that's perfectly fine. After that, now, if there's one thing you know about me, it's that I'm a sucker for gimmicks. Uh, yeah. That has never not been true. So Hulu is doing this thing. I think it's about 12 movies where each movie corresponds to a holiday. So already, I'm locked in for all 12. The first one premiered, called The Body, It's fine. It's a great concept where this dude's a hitman and he kills someone on Halloween night. So he just wraps the body up and drags it around town and everyone thinks it's a Halloween prop. It's pretty cute. It's a good idea. It's just... It's it's there. The main guy's not great in it. But as I said, I will be there for Thanksgiving and Christmas and so on and so on. Because I'm a sucker for any type of gimmick. And since I have goldfish memory, by the time the next one comes out I'll be like... Yeah, I really like the last one. I should give you one a shot. Right. Because I don't learn from my mistakes, Chris. That's why I've seen all four Purge movies what else did you watch buddy I have a movie I'd like to talk to you about I'm gonna run this plot by you and then I'm gonna give you a little reveal at the end okay okay it's called Hider in the House now let me let me jog this by you so this little boy and he lives with these two awful abusive parents and so they just beat the shit out of him so one day he finally snaps and lights the house on fire with them inside and they burn to death he spends the rest of his life in a psych ward gets out as a grown man He sees a house being built, and he sneaks inside and builds a little hidden room in the attic. And that's where he lives, and he obsesses over this family. Starring Gary Busey.
1: (laughs) Yeah, now we're talking, right?
0: (laughs) It is pretty, pretty good. Like, there's a scene where he's he's obsessed with the family, but doesn't want him to know where they are, so he'll just be walking around town. Like he sees the son getting bullied at school So he just pretends to be like a school Executive and breaks him up And then teaches the kid how to beat The absolute shit out of the kid <laughs> Like he teaches this kid like Alright you hit him like this and when he's down You just put your foot right in his fucking face And just scrape your shoe on him It's it's really good He got some good Busey freakouts It's a movie that was supposed to go to theaters And then the distribution company just went out of business Shocker. So it just stayed in limbo like forever It was a solid find good job Let's see here oh my god I forgot I watched Amityville The Awakening if you want to know why I watched this let me run this by you I took it off Wikipedia here filmed in 2014 the film suffered numerous release delays before finally being released for free on <laughs> October 2017 <laughs> oops <laughs> let me let me tell you something it's not good
1: uh, I Mike am Kellen's so surprised that this
0: movie sat on a shelf for three years and they got released for free. <laughs> for there's free. a point in the movie where there's a guy obsessed with horror movies in the Amityville house and they all sit down and watch the original Amityville horror movie. It's that kind of movie. the Amityville series. It has like 20 installments and they're all bad, even the original. It's the most balls franchise in history. Debate me.
1: I I don't think I can, except for fucking Friday the 13th. Oh, we can have a comparison if you want. i prefer if we didn't, because we're friends.
0: You're lucky my good friend is asleep and doesn't know how many hours I have to assign you. Yeah, that's a lot. Let's see. (laughs) So my good friend Alex made me watch a movie called Braven. (laughs) Starring Jason Momoa. (laughs) I'm going to be honest with you. It kind of slaps. Hey. And Alex, I know you're listening to this. I know you will watch it. You will have a good time. Because he throws a lot of axes at a lot of people's heads.
1: Like, what more could you want in a movie?
0: Like, like, what more could you want there's just this giant, massive Hawaiian man beating the absolute shit out of people? Because the whole plot is he's this family man who loves his family. His family's super great. Doesn't he love his family, you guys? And they have this little cabin up in the hills. And his his dad, played by Stephen Ling has dementia. And they're like, "All right, we need to get pops away from all this here city life." But unbeknownst to him, someone had an accident while trafficking a whole bunch of heroin, so they decide to stash it in said house. And then the people come for their heroin back, with guns, and poor Jason Momoa has to just start throwing axes at motherfuckers because he loves it his family. It is quite good. Yes, because family, yeah. me familia it is quite good and it looks way better than most of these direct-to-dvd movies look the snowy mountains look just gorgeous as this giant massive man just appears and murders him you can tell they watched First Blood a lot when they wrote it and that's never a mistake speaking of mistakes (laughs) The Neon Demon you sack of shit (laughs) I fucking hated The Neon Demon so much
1: but you can see why some people would like it I could
0: absolutely understand someone watching this and saying it was their favorite movie that year. I am not that person. (laughs) After the eighth time, I caught myself just mumbling, fucking speak up. Speak up. Fuck you. Fuck you. Say something. I was... "Mm." You just have to ride that fucking volume as they just whisper talk for 45 minutes and they just go to this loud-ass fucking club with this brrrr music over it. Fucking kill me. Nothing happened for 95 minutes. And you're like... Okay, well I could have guessed that was going to happen. There's like 10 minutes of what you actually want the movie to be,
1: surrounded by an hour fifty. So, Parker, quick question. <sighs> Is being a model good? Uh,
0: you know what? I'm going to have to go with No. You know, again, there's two sides to every story, as we learned about Jonestown. But uh, see, I'm mean, this is... going to err on the side of no.
1: Did you just say err? <laughs> I did. It's err. <laughs> <it's air. laughs> I know. I'm going to err on the side of caution. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that would hurt you deeply. Okay. Er. <laughs>
0: so, uh err. had Keanu Reeves
1: in it, and that was <laughs> err. <laughs> Ke- Keanu Reeves' scenes were good, all both of them yeah I told you you kept saying god I just want more Keanu Reeves so I was like oh I'm so sorry <laughs> <laughs> well you got him
0: and then it was over I mean because the problem with the movie is it's ungodly boring but it's so beautiful like you could freeze frame literally any frame of the movie it doesn't matter you just close your eyes and pause it and it's gorgeous but fuck man I just I hopefully never have to sit through this ever again I feel like you're going to
1: make me sit through it again. No, I would never do something like that. That That's not funny, you know? Alright, so we've both seen Neon Demon. We've both seen Drive, I'm assuming. Yes.
0: Have you seen Only God Forgives? No. Me neither. Gentleman's Agreement. <laughs> yeah, let's just okay. keep way. <laughs> I cannot. I just can't. So after that, I wanted to watch something that wouldn't make me miserable. So I watched John Carpenter's Cigarette Burns for the first time. Oh, how was that? have you ever seen it no if this idea had like an actual movie budget and not a tv budget it would probably be one of my favorite john carpenter movies oh it's such a great idea of this so the gist of it is like a long time ago they screened this movie once at some festival and everyone in attendance just fucking lost their minds started trying to murder each other so they destroyed the film is what they told everyone but there's one copy out there and this guy's being sent to get it and the closer he gets to it and the more questions he asks the more fucked up things start happening it's so good that is a really good idea it's like a quick I think about an hour long for Masters of Horror it is if it just had a real budget it could have been fucking incredible but as it stands it's still really really good that's good but you just see that glimmer of like oh man this is this was all like because this came out I'd say mid-2000s. Like, if that was a real movie that came out in a theater, that could have been like, holy shit, guys, John Carpenter is fucking back. Like, it's been a bunch of highs and lows for a while, but this could have been, like, his return to form. When did it come out? Let me see here. Letterboxd. I want to say mid-2000s, but my brain doesn't work super great. Let's see here. Load slower, you sack of garbage. Let me just scroll past all these terrible movies. God, I watched so much dog shit. 2005. Hmm. So let's put this in perspective here. I hate that I have to manually sort by what year it came out. Newest first. Oh my god. So basically. He got In the Mouth of Madness, which is great. That was like his last great one. Then he had Village of the Damned, which is a movie. Escape from L.A., Vampires, Ghosts of Mars, and then Cigarette Burns. Like, this would have been the holy shit, guys. John Carpenter's back again. But it was on a TV show on Stars that no one except horror
1: nerds watches. So, what can you do? Uh, well, well, I'd... we'll get back to John Carpenter in a little bit. Uh, well, sooner than you think, buddy. Yeah, because what did you watch next?
0: <laughs> well, speaking of movies that drive people insane to make them want to rip each other's throats out, <laughs> this cat hates Mondays, but he <laughs> loves lasagna. You know, here's the fun thing about it. So this There's is one a of fun the fun things about I've this watched. movie. No, absolutely not. <laughs> But, you know, we watched I Know What You Did last summer, and you look at that cast like, all right, most, like, these people all went on to do other stuff. Whatever happened to Jennifer Love Hewitt, turns out the answer is being in Garfield. (laughs) That was her?
1: (laughs) She is absolutely in it. (laughs) Oh, she's a nurse. Possibly the worst hair I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, that's, I don't know what they were doing.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that is... I mean, after the part where CGI Garfield, which by the way, the, some of the worst CGI I've ever seen in a movie, oh, yeah. dances to an entire Black Eyed Peas song, <laughs> I had emotionally checked out. It's a brief hour 15,
1: but it feels eternal. You, you heard the, the rumor, right, about uh, why Bill Murray's in this?
0: You know what? Fuck that rumor and fuck Bill Murray. He's made three good movies and Caddyshack isn't one of them. I'll fight anyone. Oh, please fight me. sucks my ass.
1: Caddyshack fucking rules, but he's the worst part of it. (laughs) You know what? I'll take that. Yeah, Caddyshack. He's absolutely the worst part of that movie. I'm actually... Okay, so here's my hot take. I like Caddyshack, but I like it only for the Rodney Dangerfield scenes. Everything else in that movie... Fucking whatever. Especially that's fair. Like the only good line from Bill Murray in there is so I have that going for me, which is nice, which I use all the time. But everything else in there, he's not being funny. I don't know why people like it so much. He's just doing. I wonder why up everyone this in fucking.
0: the '70s had such powerful brainworms, but no comedies from the '70s are funny. Uh, Blazing Saddles. I would have rather fucking rewatch the first purge than ever sit through. Animal House ever again. You don't like Animal House had some good scenes
1: Name them The The scene where, okay, here I think my favorite one is that guy's just like he's sitting on the stairs, he's strumming that acoustic guitar and uh, John Belushi rolls his eyes and just grabs a guitar and smashes it and apologizes <laughs> Or the other one where it's like he's trying to cheer his friend up so he smashes a, a beer bottle on his head and <laughs> makes that face at him <laughs> The other one that actually it, Okay so this is a scene that like I watched it when I was in college Cause like right of passage right And it's a scene where John Belushi is spying On that girl undressing So uh, <clears throat> the Me Too movement signed at the cross right now But uh The the, the look on John Belushi's face When he looks at the camera is like the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life i <laughs> will agree to disagree I fucking love that movie The point is
0: this cat loves lasagna <laughs> Also, every other animal is just a regular animal. I know with CGI mouths moving, and I hate it. They all look like that old Conan O'Brien sketch with the celebrities. They make
1: me so uncomfortable. They play the Black Eyed Peas song twice. I hope you're ready to watch a tale of two kitties.
0: I dread it more than I've ever dreaded anything, but it did lead to a fun moment because I sent you my setup. Where I had NFL Red Zone on the big TV and then Garfield on the other TV. <laughs> and it led to this fun confluence where I yelled out, Jesus Christ, of course John Arbuckle as a train set as Amari Cooper's head was caved in by Fender. It was upsetting. <laughs> the hardest laugh at the movie is when Garfield was watching the best damn sports show period. <laughs> because it just took me into a fucking you want to talk about a time warp <laughs> jesus
1: christ all of a sudden Tom these australian girls in their in their petticoats <laughs> just walk in there we came from a rock <laughs> Are you bad, Max?
0: <laughs> Australian girls and a talking cat watching Tom Arnold talk to fucking Ed Reed or whoever. Tom
1: Arnold's just in God. every single episode. At one point, he is our mascot, and,
0: I love <laughs> I him and he's my friend. Jesus. Well, as a cool white guy myself, calm. <laughs>
1: John Arbongo has a train set somewhere and Cooper's head. <laughs> he fucking just died on my screen as
0: John's just showing this new dog his fucking trains. Dog knows what trains are. Just pisses and shits everywhere. He's got this big library. He's got like the mountains set up and everything. Just a big fucking suburb. Big train
1: set. <laughs> choo <Choo-choo>, choo, idiot. <laughs> I
0: Alright, let me try and power through this, because we're almost at the hour mark. Yeah. (laughs) I'll just mention these last couple, then I can skip all these. So I watched The Ring for the first time in years. Uh, Which
1: one? The American or the Japanese version?
0: The American. Come on. Uh I think I'm gonna read. (laughs) (laughs) The Ring absolutely holds up. That movie is real fucking good. Oh. It's fun watching it now and seeing like, Oh, I remember the five years of movies that copied this, 100%. But it's real good. It has the one jump scare that just an absolute doozy just fucks me up every time
1: you know I'm gonna download Ringo the Ring and on the Grudge and the Grudge just all four of those and just like power through them you should do it yeah
0: <laughs> I also gonna watch the Grudge this week actually. unfortunately
1: I've got a really bad reason for it so oh, no. there's that video that's kind of going viral right now uh, it's a scene from I think like Scary Movie 3 or 4 or something where they parody I guess the Grudge cause it's I, I, I think that's what they're trying to do And they got the little kid with the creepy makeup and stuff like that. And in in Scary Movie 3, they're speaking very heavy air quotes here, Japanese. They're just saying, like, very obvious Japanese words that everyone seems to know. And a lot of people missed it because they put the subtitles at the bottom. And the subtitles are already kind of funny. Like, there are jokes in there. But, like, if you listen carefully, if you just ignore the subtitles like close your eyes and listen they're saying like mitsubishi sashimi sushi nintendo <laughs> just like just stringing those words together i thought that was kind of funny if you assign me scary movie three four or
0: five i'm just gonna read the wikipedia and tell you like yeah that was kind of funny i don't
1: so here's, I a do little, the here's a little uh explainer for you i've never actually seen a scary movie
0: I can't imagine they hold up, and I'm kind of scared to rewatch the first I one. W- I want to... Because I feel like it's very much a product of, like, well, I'm 12, so this is hilarious. Well, that, I mean,
1: that's the thing, is I, I looked it up, and it was written by the Wayans Brothers and Friedberg and Seltzer. So... Oh, yeah. It's... So here's the thing. The Wayans Brothers were probably the good ones, because they didn't write any of the other blank movies. You know, Vampire Suck, Disaster Movie, et cetera, et cetera. Uh... I have a feeling that Freeburg itself—I so- don't know how they keep making movies, but I assume it's kind of like an ooey board situation, you know? They're taking advantage of a tax loophole.
0: Hey, all your movies are dog shit. Yeah, but they made a lot of money, and they cost three dollars to make. Who keeps seeing oh, those sold. though?
1: Who sees a trailer for *Beat the Spartans* and they're like, "Yeah, that's gonna be good."
0: I would bet everything I own that my good friend the Sauce saw that movie in theaters. Oh, of course, yeah. But <laughs> I would like, bet
1: everything I own. See, that's the thing—is every single joke in that movie is like that one joke from fucking. Um, what's it called uh the the joke from anna and the apocalypse which you thought looks good at first i was like oh this could be okay zombie apocalypse in a musical parker loves musicals and then they make that joke it's like oh no justin bieber's a zombie like why why don't you just pause on the screen you know who justin bieber is like there's a Justin Bieber quote, not quote, uh, Justin Bieber joke in searching and it's perfect. It's fantastic. It's like it's well set up. The timing works really well. Uh Alex backed me up on this. He thought it was really funny. He thought it was one of the best parts of the entire movie. This is like the worst part of any trailer I've seen since Suicide Squad. As soon as he said that Full right disclosure. there.
0: I had not seen the trailer yet I'd only heard buzz from conventions
1: Oh wait till you see that At one point someone says Oh no Justin Bieber's a zombie And I'm like Alright oh, You there. just wanted to talk in the accent again Well don't I, I don't People even do that I, I, on I me. don't even do that accent well So <laughs> But it's fun isn't it No not really Let's See, So yeah the ring is still great Sorry
0: <laughs> It's fun being taken back to being 13 And seeing the first time She walks out of the screen And how it fucked up my nights For like a solid two weeks Oh I
1: bet yeah Oh,
0: my God. Let's see. I watched Apostle last night, which was solid, like, three, three and a half. But, like, I mean, it's not the Raid or the Raid 2. And no movie ever will be, so it's unfair to judge it like that. But
1: Yeah, well. You said there I was a like very fucked else. up moment, apparently. Oh, my God.
0: Like, if anyone else had written the script and he just directed it and everything, stronger movie. There's just there's no surprises. Like, they'll set up a character and you look at them and go, all right, I know something terrible is going to happen to them. And then the thing happens. You see this person, like, okay, I know what's definitely going to happen with you two. And then it happens. The thing is, though, like, it's very straightforward cult movie for, like, an hour. And then it just goes like, oh, by the way, here's weird occult supernatural shit out here. And the two don't mesh super well together. But it's still worth watching because, like, I would watch Dan Stevens' eyes for like two hours and that's fine. Yeah. My sweet, beautiful son. God bless him. But yeah, there is there is a scene where a guy is like strapped down and you're like oh, something terrible is going to happen to him and then the camera pans over and you're like oh, fuck I'm going to have to watch this and then you do. It is quite upsetting. But the problem is uh, there's two horror oh, three but the third one's balls horror anthologies called VHS and the same director did like a 20 minute short about a cult in one of them and that 20 minutes is, like, absolutely perfect. And this is two hours and feels meandering in. Even at two hours feels like, I feel like you cut something out here because this doesn't flow well with this. Basically, just watch The Ritual from February because that movie is incredible. Hey, there we go. And, uh, oh, I'll just quickly mention, I did watch I'll Always Know. I'll, I'll Always Know What She Did Last Summer. Yeah. yeah, that's the third one. You're fine oh you're good but there are two things i'd like to mention so first of all this director went on to direct a movie my friend alex knows called slender man <laughs> <laughs> and also so these are completely unrelated teens that just happen to live in that area that may or may not accidentally kill a guy That's would you like really... to take a guess as to who the fisherman is in this movie
1: uh, who, like the character, or who plays this person? So who the character
0: is, because spoilers, there's a fisherman that comes back and kills It's them one of
1: their dads.
0: I'm sorry, we were looking for the zombie version of the guy from the first two
1: movies. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, <laughs> That's actually, I, <laughs> I think it's a better twist I than the first the... movie, I'll tell you that. <laughs> they go
0: to unveil him, and it's just this undead guy, you're like, oh, wait, what? And then it's over. But since it was made in like the early 2000s After 28 days later It was very clearly like Oh that movie did well So it's filmed on that handy cam And it looks like absolute dog shit Whoever cut this movie together should be fired Because it's just unpleasant to watch So uh Smart move on your part
1: Thank you (laughs) Uh,
0: Alright That's good enough
1: (laughs) Yeah that's Boy that was a bit Um Let's talk about I Know What You Did Last Summer and I Still Know What You Did Last Summer.
2: <laughs> now,
1: again, p- people used to talk about this movie all the time when I was in, uh, like, middle school. Even though this came out when I was in elementary school. I think people were just talking about it. it was like the, the teen movie to watch. Because, okay, so I, I glance at my notes here. I, I went into this sort of tabula rasa. I was just, like, not really trying to know too much about it when I walked in here. And, uh... <laughs> Say that they're like, I knew you were in trouble when I walked in <laughs> Now speaking of This movie Jesus. starts with butt rock Or it's not even butt it rock, sure it's butt it metal Because I thought it was <laughs> I thought this was Sabbath at first I was like, does that sound like Tony Iommi? No, it's just some sort of butt metal band Uh <laughs> <laughs> We're back in our comfort
0: zone immediately. It's no
1: wonder you picked this. It makes immediate sense. Oh uh, guys,
0: so I'll... You know, last week's episode was kind of rough and rushed. and again get what we wanted. Let's get some typo negative. Just really get back in our groove. Yeah, there are... Turns out that's all it takes. I'm
1: going to be mentioning uh, the, the, butt, the butt rock that really got to me at some point here. But, uh... <laughs> I bet I know what it is. Yeah, oh, there's two of them, actually. <laughs> So, uh, it stars four idiots, uh, two girls, two boys, because they have to fuck at some point, right? And, uh, one of them is Sarah Michelle Geller, who is well known for some loser TV show that no one likes, who cares? And, uh, she's in a beauty pageant, That's and fine. I'm immediately reminded that I don't like beauty pageants, because, uh, like, Jennifer Love Hewitt, who, by the way, 18 years old in this movie, looks 16, so... And by the
0: way, uh, just to go back to your last point, this was really popular around middle school. Cannot yeah, imagine why. Yeah. Uh, Jennifer Love, Hewitt will push your body through some changes real quick. Boy, did she ever... Like, also Freddie too? I'm
1: 29 years old, and I was looking at her like, what? Is she... What in the... What? So, uh... <laughs> hey, movie,
0: is this cool? Because if you're... If you're fucking with me, then she's actually seventeen. I'm gonna be real mad. Yeah,
1: the second movie is like a lot worse with it. By the way, the second movie they don't give a shit. The second like, what movie, he fucking oh, you are gonna get her that tanning you bed. You are gonna get, idiot. you're gonna get some back problems because you are gonna be leading over this entire movie. Okay, it's <laughs> the most <important laughs> been there, movie. done that, homie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was like, that was the director to uh, Jeffrey Love Hewitt, not to you. <laughs> <laughs> well. Oops. You know, potato, potato. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, I just thought she looked kind of like almost unnaturally young. I Not in the sense that she looked, oh, that's a 16-year-old's body. You're going to be creeped out. It's like, no, no, no. It's, it's it's her like her face makeup. It looks like she's got a younger face. And it kind of like threw me off. I don't know. Maybe it's just I'm used to Jennifer Love Hewitt being a little bit older or something. Maybe I'm used to Garfield Jennifer Love Hewitt. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't we all? Uh, yeah, anyway, again, I don't like beauty pageants. Remember the beauty pageant scene in Twin Peaks? You just feel kind of weird when you're watching it. I mean, scene is a yeah, that's, very delicate uh, word episode, for what was yeah. about four hours in <laughs> yeah. my life. Oh, geez. I, I don't know. There's something about it. It's just like, I, is that empowerment or something? I, I don't know. I'm not a woman. Maybe I shouldn't be commenting on it. Just Well, they seem happy. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I have to admit what Sing she said. I will go I to New York to. and I will be a famous actress and improve the world in that way. I was like I was already all in on the movie, yeah. like, fuck it. So we're doing this. Yeah. But why do those three How will you help the world?
0: I'm become an actor and then through my good charities help the starving kids. Like, yep. I'm in. Yeah. I'm in, now, I'm in, how, I'm here. Now
1: how do those three how come those three characters have to have the balcony all to themselves? Apparently <laughs> Why does this weird community have their own sort of uh uh beauty pageant? They have a town of about a dozen people. Now, Twin Peaks, it's different. Just, Anyway uh, <laughs> I actually have to admit, when Freddie Prince Jr. says, I didn't realize that her bosom was so ample, I was just like Wait, <laughs> Kevin Williamson wrote this? The same Kevin Williamson who wrote Scream, which is, has had some of the best writing in any horror movie I've ever I've ever seen. And I'm just like, I don't it know. It might
0: surprise you that he wrote this verse and then no one bought it. <laughs> and then Scream made all the money and then someone bought it. Yeah.
1: Well Oops. Anyway, so they're around I like the Kevin can't...
0: Williamson. Boy, you want to go to that IMDb? There is Scream, and then there are
1: also other things. Cold Stone, Steve Austin.
2: <laughs>
1: it still was. still. I think that might actually be the funniest thing I've, I've ever heard. It's from incredible. That. Yeah. So, it's about ten minutes in. They're sitting uh, on a beach around a campfire, just like in uh, the Fog by John Carpenter. Actual good movie. Um God, and, I almost watched that this oh, week. He, Such he a to me. Get they're gonna be showing it at the Alamo and I can't see it, I'm really blown. Oh fuck, that's and right. right. Uh oh. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um <laughs> and you're working at 8 a.m. So you can do this. So anyway, oh, uh they're all sitting around the campfire, and you know what word they keep throwing around? They keep saying crap. And the, the, at one point one of them says, What the hell is this crap? I was like, watch it, butthead you know like and, and that's what I realized I write down here I'm 10 minutes in and I realize this is probably PG-13
0: that was a that was definitely a decision everyone looking around but like this is going to be on TNT for the next five years so let's go ahead and just make this easy on ourselves now
1: what happens here is uh at some point uh they run over this guy uh Freddie Prince Jr. is driving because his idiot friend Ray who's supposed to be a college quarterback with that body are you kidding me <laughs> He's fucking 130 pounds soaking wet. This dude could, wouldn't be the kicker, all right? He he just straight up does not play sports. Anyway, uh, maybe he plays handball. Maybe I play handball. <laughs> uh, anyway, so they accidentally run over this guy. He's dressed in all dark, and it's, uh, it's late at night. And they do the dumbest fucking thing imaginable. They're like, Leia, let's just dump his body in the river because we don't want it to fuck up our futures. I will say this it's a little bit like the movie uh, Searching where the one point where it's kind of a sticking point for some audiences, you might get some split opinions is it's like, how dumb do you believe a high schooler can be? And I was in high school and I was an idiot, and so was everyone else in my class. So I could actually see high schoolers doing some really dumb shit. The smart thing to do in this case is just call the cops. You call the cops, things are going to be a lot better off for you. Trust me, you four are the whitest people I've ever seen. You will get away with this.
0: (laughs) Exactly, like... No one is gonna arrest Ryan Philippe in this fucking crab village. Are you kidding me? Exactly. You know they. You know that they're gonna
1: get away with it. So anyway, uh, they run so over. So they the drive
0: down to Dawson's Beach
1: while the Offspring plays. And <laughs> this dude, and they're like, "Okay, let's just dump his body in the in the lake." And then he comes alive at the last second. They're like, "Oh shit!" They actually shove him in there. So they. Actually, do kill him, and Jennifer Love Hewitt calls him out and says, uh, "So that was actually murder, right?" Fuck you! No talk about this. So, right, <laughs> Phil having a very normal movie, <laughs> just having a regular one. Is there any surprise that Sarah Michelle Gellar instead fell in love with Freddie Prinze Jr.? <laughs> <laughs> Also the,
0: How could she not I have
1: to admit That when they run him over That's when you find out The movie is in fact Rated R Not because of violence Or blood or gore But because Ryan Pilpe says uh, The F word Three times in a row <laughs> It's so good
0: Like if you want to know Just what a time capsule This movie is she refers to vomit as upchuck. So there's like a six month span where that's okay. Well, so just place yourself there. There's,
1: there's definitely the second movie where I'm pretty sure that Jack Black says, yo, yo, yo. So. <laughs> oh buddy. If you didn't write it down we'll get to him anyway they make a solemn vow the, fr- the the friendship vow that they'll never talk about that weird old fisherman <laughs> they killed yeah,
0: that's how we killed someone time right. to
1: go our separate ways flash forward to college and I hear a butt rock cover of hey bulldog thank you for that <laughs> so cool thank you I fucking love it so much i'm supposed to enjoy this <laughs> they say now
0: do you also constantly forget that jennifer love Hewitt's is the main character because i always just assumed growing up it was gonna be sarah michelle geller i was, she was i was buffy. actually
1: the exact same way because uh, okay, okay I'll, I'll have to cut this because sarah michelle geller's prettier but uh it's, well, i mean obviously <laughs> i think at this point sarah michelle geller was arguably the bigger star right because she had buffy
0: I guess maybe she was just busy, like, look, I'll give you, like, two weeks on this set. But they were both pretty big stars, show. so
1: I looked it up. Uh, JLH was actually 18 when she made this. That is... Which... Yeah. I need I
0: need to collect myself for a second. <laughs> I need to... I gotta make peace with some
1: decisions I've made. It's, it's, <laughs> it's like, hey, she's an adult, right, we're good. gonna cast her in this now. She was actually, apparently, a Disney star. She was, like, a singer originally or something. So, uh... Checks out. A be- better ending to this story than, uh, Miley Cyrus. Uh, and oh, Ariana Grande. She broke up with butthole eyes there. So, anyway... <laughs> that ghoulish-looking man. <laughs> I-, I saw one thing that it said, it was like, no wonder she did something stupid. He's six foot two, and I was just like, they know. <laughs> <laughs> the Goyam know. <laughs> <laughs> the
0: Chad Fisherman. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> the thing. <cuck Ryan> <laughs>
1: So, uh, the people get kidding they uh, start getting killed off. There's that one guy who's trying to who's like kind of crushing on Jennifer Love Hewitt, and he's working as a fisherman or whatever. He gets killed by the Hook Man. Why? That guy who went on to star in The Big Bang Theory for like eleven seasons. Oh, that's him! <laughs> I had no idea. Oh my god, I can see it now. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh. Alex would never forgive me if I didn't bring that Thank up. Thank you for. Oh, well, that's a bazinga. Anyway, uh, he gets <laughs> killed off, and I immediately wrote down, "Wait, why? Why? Why kill him? That doesn't make sense as a revenge tactic."
0: I'm almost a thousand percent sure I heard somewhere that like this movie was ready. They're like, "You don't have any kills for like forty-five minutes," <laughs> so there he is.
1: I, I read something that was like they needed a clear like succession of kills to like close in the danger to so you you like. But th- that's the thing, it's like that guy would have been like a prime suspect, you know? Yeah, what danger? There's 20 people in the
0: town. Like, it's fine. Yeah,
1: you know? Like, just. Then you kill him, then introduce this weird ass fucking girl living in a shack somewhere. She was the scariest part of the movie. I don't even know what God, was her she story. Is... Haunting. <laughs> I can smell her
0: through the screen. <laughs> uh, just, I love every single one of Ryan Philippe's cool '90s guy outfits. By the way, they're so same
1: cool. except for Sarah, Sarah Michelle Geller. What is she wearing? <laughs> I don't know. I get the it. Jennifer Love Hewitt's bangs are the worst things I've ever seen in my life. I get it, Sarah Michelle, I'm Michelle obsessed Gellar. Obsessed with this movie. You, Honey, you have got a rockin' bod, and you sure like to show it off. But whatever you're doing, I, I'm not sure what like you're trying to communicate to me. <laughs> this
0: movie's real it's fun. It's like
1: man. there's a scene where she uh, she's asleep, and the killer cuts her hair. Oh <coughs> shit! <I forgot. laughs> and she wakes up she wearing wakes a really up and stupid her like a... and she's just screaming <laughs> and bashing the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> ah! Love and then she comes she fucking out. Wearing... Has a
0: Citizen Kane? Freak out because someone <laughs> got her hair. And then it's she... like you already graduated. It doesn't matter. You won the crown.
1: Now about that, she wakes up and she's when she goes outside to check on the crab trunk thing. Which, by the way, we were going to do to you, but we decided not to. Uh, they, oh. uh, it's a Maryland tradition. You wouldn't understand. Uh, she she's wearing the stupid hat to cover up her hair. And I was just like, oh, that's the reason why she's wearing the stupid hat. She goes to the parade anyway. Her hair looks fine. <laughs> it looks the exact same. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Anyway, I want to point out her her bitch older sister. What the <laughs> fuck is her <laughs> what older sister's her problem? Fucking deal. <laughs> She's such an asshole. I wanted. Movie. Let's. I wrote it down. I had to. She says the words, "You and your hair." It's so pathetic. And <laughs> Sarah Michelle Gellar to... says, "You can go now." <laughs> if I was she Sarah walks Michelle in Gellar, she the room I and looks at her and goes. <laughs> You're pathetic. I would not be able to stifle my laughter if someone said to you and your hair, "It's so pathetic." I legit would have just like started cracking up. Like, did they you that just that? so they could cut her hair in the next scene? <laughs> it's so cool. Someone on Letterbox said that the dialogue of this movie was really sharp. Fucking what? <laughs> Disagree. Oh man, that comment makes me want to upchuck. <laughs> See, that's the thing, Uh, like, ultimately about this movie, I can't help but notice that the writing isn't anywhere near as good as Scream. Now, to be fair, for Scream, some of it was just, like, this story was way better, and some of the best dialogue in Scream was improvised, like, oh man, my parents are gonna be so mad.
0: Like, we joke around about Wes Craven making a lot of shitty movies, but he's a real director who can go... Oh, that sounds like dog shit. Change that. Yeah, he'll
1: just excise it or change it or, or move it around somewhere else or make it so that the dialogue isn't like eternally 90s, which is what happens in this movie. By the way, why do we get a butt rock cover of Hush?
0: <laughs> Here and in the closing
1: credits. Oh, yeah, you got to bring it back. Because <laughs> that's I mean, the good one.
0: <laughs> you compare having Wes Craven taking it to the guy who made Joyride. Yeah. <laughs> Which isn't even the same Joyride with Paul Walker. It's just a movie called Joyride. This is like his first like real movie. And he's made three cents. Sarah
1: Michelle Gellar said that this was her uh, favorite movie she's worked on. So, You know what? Thought... Not her favorite movie she's worked on. Her favorite director she worked with. Sorry. That's yeah. interesting. So I noticed that the blood and gore was minimal throughout the entire movie. And I'm oh, like, yeah, that's I was like, "What is the deal? Did you? I just... Is something... What, what's going on here?" And uh, I looked it up. That was intentional, because he wanted to focus more on the story than the violence. Well, Good one, dude! Fucking swing it and a miss, buddy.
0: Because yeah. it doesn't make a goddamn. Now bit of let's sense.
1: get to the end here. Uh, <laughs> oh, all right. Now I, I've told but, you. I told you, in fact, years ago. I told you this. I had never seen this, and I looked up the Wikipedia because I was like, I want to figure out what's going on here. And there's a problem with a lot of these horror movies, especially slasher movies, where you look it up online and you have a lot of names to keep track of. And uh-huh. I was like, boy, I read the Wikipedia twice. I still don't know what's going on. So it's like, maybe the movie will make it more clear. The movie is so much less clear than the Wikipedia. And the Wikipedia <laughs> is already like really stupidly written because it keep saying Pretty Prince Jr. claims that this happened. Turns out he was telling the truth the entire movie. Spoilers, whatever. There's a point <laughs> in the movie where uh, fucking Jennifer Love Hewitt says, no, Ben didn't kill Susie. We didn't kill Ben. We killed some other guy. I don't know. Fuck it. It's not... They they didn't kill Danny Egan. Danny Egan... Uh... I don't know Susie died and Danny Egan thought he committed suicide but he was actually killed by Ben Willits and they and they thought they killed Ben Willits but they just dumped him in the lake and he survived so it's kind of like Jason Voorhees I am just like and they say all this really quickly and there's a point in the movie where it's like I was paying attention I really was I wasn't even like playing a video game I was like trying to like follow along with it I was taking notes at one point when she says no David Egan didn't kill Susie and I was just like wait Who are either one of those people? (laughs) They're not played by a young white teen. I don't know what's going on. This fucking movie. I had to go back.
0: Okay. I have this all written down, but first of all... (laughs) No, Now we take this game we play seriously. I will forfeit all of my lifelines to you in all my hours. (laughs) If you can draw me an accurate map of the bottom of that boat. If you can plot out how that boat
1: makes sense... You can have it all. Well that's not fair, because <laughs> you say map and it would take multiple maps because there were multiple boats. <laughs> if you can
0: 3D print a diagram of all of these boats conjoined together to make whatever the fuck she's I was her. expecting
1: her to go through that like trapdoor and just somehow end up on the ca- on like the party of ghost ship or something. <laughs> Alright, buddy. So let's break this down. So They thought
0: they killed David Egan. This weird little kid just sitting on the cliff by himself at the start of the movie while everyone's having a clam party or whatever they do. It's not (laughs) clams. Sorry. (laughs) We have another movie to talk about. Let's go. So a year before that, Susie had died, as you might remember. Of course. So everyone thought that. that David Egan felt guilty and killed himself. But what actually happened... With Susie's dad, Ben Willis killed David, and then they ran over Ben Willis.
1: Does that make sense to you? No, it just happened to be going at <laughs> this the right line. So, so fucking convoluted for no reason. I. So here's the thing: this was based on a book from like the 70s or something like that, and the and the person who wrote it got like really mad that he, they turned into a yeah. generic teen slasher. I bet the book is like a thousand times worse. Hey, buddy, do you know why she got
0: mad and got turned into a slasher? Uh,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Garrett yeah. situation. Oops.
1: <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. You're the one who okay. said oops like she fucking said a secret slime word. <laughs> I was expecting a Garrett
0: regional. I know what she did last summer episode. <laughs> Jesus.
1: Oh, looks like your daughter. so we're going Oh, your dog got you. killed. point. <laughs> 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 oops. Oops.
0: Sorry, your daughter tossed her cookies. So, Freddy <laughs> Prince Jr. is going to fight the fisherman. By the way, the movie ends with them not being sure he's dead. And they're just like, well, couldn't happen twice, right? Let's go
1: back to our normal, regular lives. How could he possibly swim with only one hand? <laughs> Easily. Wait a second. Does cr- Wait, in the sequel, doesn't he have both hands? I think so. <laughs> I
0: honestly wasn't paying enough attention to his hands to notice. But that movie ends, kind of open-ended, and then it makes a grillion dollars. So the next year, you know we're right back
1: where we started with I Still Know What You Did Last Summer. This is the one where I think people make a little bit more jokes about this just because the title is like, you couldn't possibly call it I Know What You Did Last Summer too. He's the guy. I still know what you did last summer. No, I'm and gonna you know what?
0: Serious. Correct move. I love yeah, it. Yeah. Well, I love dumb titles like that more than anything. Oh, of course. They're not trying to pretend. It's not. I know what she did last number. Part two or chapter two. No, I still know. So, it's, it's perfect. General. All right. So we accidentally killed Sarah Michelle Geller. <laughs> what if we got Brandy, who's <laughs> real good, right? He <laughs> all he all love Moesha, right? <laughs> well, here we go. <laughs> anyway. Also, up until yesterday because remember like way back then she was in that fucking car accident that killed someone Oops. in my head I just I just thought she was the one that died because I just haven't seen her name in 15 years no
1: she just no she, sur- she survived she actually thrived off it like Ted Kennedy ripped from the headlines anyway so uh <laughs> Got him. I was gonna say Beto O'Rourke but uh you know <laughs> <laughs> fucking bait Be- fucking Beto males <laughs> you know if Ted Cruz says that at least once he wins by like Three digits, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, but unfortunately, he's just a thousand worms trapped inside <laughs> the suit, so he's not smart enough to say. Just say
1: Beto, Bales and you win this election. What are the Chapo boys <laughs> gonna say to on make,
0: That's all you have to do is make the, the Chad Cruz and the
1: Beto or <laughs> picture,
0: and you win that whole fan base. Because you're just fucking stupid to even
1: do that, right? God. I mean, it's a Texas. It's I know Texas you'd go te- for him. <laughs> anyway. Uh. <laughs> Uh, Yeah, he's got good memes. So Jennifer Love Hewitt is uh, in college somehow. Um, She's been having nightmares about that creepy fisherman. And uh, (laughs) she's like...
0: Man, that opening, have you ever... You don't watch a lot of horror movies, like uh, not nearly as many as I do. Have you ever seen a more obvious fake out in your entire life? (laughs) Did you for a second think that was going to be real?
1: No, of course not. That was very obvious.
0: It could not be more telegraphed.
1: It was it's just immediately like, oh, this movie has no respect for me. Cool, I'm in. I okay, so I'm going to get a little spoilers here, guy. I actually prefer the second movie to the first one because the first one I couldn't get a really good handle on it. I can understand that basically they turned this story from like a book into a sort of generic uh, teen slasher movie, and I can sort of respect it, but it just wasn't grabbing me, you know. Whereas the second movie is is very obviously a good bad movie. And it's oh, yeah. fun to laugh at, but it's also kind of like cool, you know? It's it's still kind of like you can watch this and not feel ashamed, you know? It's like, yeah, watch, I still know what you did last summer. It, this is very much like you put it on with your girlfriend, you uh, make out. Uh, what? Uh,
0: I, I'm, How am I supposed to follow the character's motivations? <laughs> I unironically <laughs> uh-huh. love a lot of the choices in this movie. Yeah, they're like putting him on this rainy ass just secluded island.
1: Introducing voodoo yeah. as a potential element. <laughs>
0: yeah, a, a voodoo fake-out fucking owns.
1: So, I, I have a question. Is Brandy uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt's roommate in this movie? I,
0: that's what I assume.
1: I, I'd have to, because otherwise she just be into her house in the middle of the night to steal <laughs> one of her skirts. Again, the dead of night. She almost got killed <laughs> by Jennifer Love Hewitt because she was like, oh, I just want to borrow one of your skirts. Turn on a light knock on the door say hey can i wear this
0: it's like most normal regular people would watch this and go all right here comes this boring scene but here i'm just shaking my hands like all right let's watch kevin williamson write two teenage girls talking about dresses to each other (laughs) It does not disappoint oh good news
1: it leads to a club scene
0: i know you love those i know you're a big (laughs) fan of loud music and not being able to hear characters in a movie
1: the flashing lights and everything this is my scene
0: Don't you love when you have to watch all your movies late at night because of your schedule and you just have to ride the volume every 10 minutes? (laughs) Thank you, Neon Demon. Well, I
1: I just watched it on uh, my laptop, which, by the way, smart move on my part. I think I deserve that. Um, (laughs) Now, so they win the radio contest, and maybe it's because I work a lot with uh, Brazilian live events, but when they say that the capital of Brazil is Rio, I was just like, what the fuck? No, it isn't. How do you not know this? <laughs> right off our trivia team, I'm... you're not good enough for Atris, Beatrice, Seatrice. <laughs> I forgot about that. I do love because we're watching it. And I've
0: seen it before, but I didn't pay a ton of attention the first time. And I'm like, wait, did the radio station call them? She's like, yep. So automatically, they're like, all right, these characters are fucking stupid. And that's fine. That's absolutely fine Which with me. you
1: kind of expect at this point. Yeah,
0: like, it knows what it is. And that's, you know, as long as the movie knows what it is, I'm in. Yes, they're incredibly stupid, but they're not pretending they're not. Cool. The fucking, she looks at a thing of coffee and says Rio. <laughs> that's their answer. It's so cool. That dom, sounds dom, like dom, something dom. that uh, Joshua does.
1: Also, I have to... <laughs> Absolutely. Also, I have to leave somewhat soon to pick up my car, which I don't know if it's uh, done in the shop yet, so... Okay. I told him, I need it by
0: 3.30. All right, let's get to Jack Black then.
1: Yeah. Okay, that's important, because that's actually the next note I have written down here. So they decide to go to this island, because uh, they won a trip there. And at some point, like, oh, sir, Jennifer Love Hewitt went without Ray... Oh no, their relationship was so oh, strong. Oh, I can't
0: come it clam season.
1: <laughs>
0: are you fucking kidding me? And he me?
1: decides not to go because he's thinking of proposing to her. Somewhere the wires that cross <laughs> in this poor dude's brain, the worms I, in one of those wires.
0: <laughs> I rewound the scene because like, wait a second. They just got in a fight and he said he can't just, go and then he just pulled out a ring. I'm ba- I gotta back go up. go with Hang her, on. you imbecile. <laughs> I'm going to propose to her. All right, we're going to go to this tropical romantic getaway. There's a lot of clams out here. It's going to be a busy season. Uh, a lot of boats out tomorrow. I don't
1: want to accidentally see you naked or anything. God. Oh, yeah. And when she says, oh, and maybe you can ravish me later. And I was just like, Who, what This the... is how the youth talks. Yeah, this, this... At one point she actually says, and maybe at night. I was like, what?
0: Old white dudes riding dialogue for teenagers it's very much
1: my thing yeah so anyway he can't come because he has to fuck his buddy dave or whatever who by the way i like dave i think dave was my favorite part we said i'm getting out of this band i I don't know i thought it was kind of funny then he gets killed off why just murdered instantly we got too many people straight up no reason for him to be killed Anyway, they go I think to this, this movie su-
0: does a great job with the supporting characters. Like, they all stand out in different ways. Yeah, they
1: do, actually. Uh, especially Jack Black in a wig. Fucking...
0: <laughs> those fucking Do You Want to See a Dead Body glasses and those dreads
1: are incredible. <laughs> I can't get over his glasses. He's gonna pull me to an alley and ask me if I want to pay ten bucks to see a dead alien. <laughs> <laughs> He's so fucking cool. I love him so much. I love him to death oh my god like
0: that movie that's a full star for this it, movie. it right legitimately
1: there. is i gave the first movie two stars out of five this one i gave it three like, and how do you not reason. start
0: <laughs> laughing as soon as he just moseys on screens trying to sell these tourists some weed. And the
1: best part is this is very much a who done it. so there is at least a five percent chance that jack black in arrest awake is the killer <laughs>
0: <laughs> and he got
1: the black dude who talks in the Hey, how's it going, man? And,
0: the boys just <laughs> and it's very clear
1: that he's faking it. <laughs> he's
0: fucking miserable. There are these white kids like, Oh, wow, it's so exotic. Thank you, Mr. Bagman. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love this movie. <laughs>
1: So they go to the hotel, and wouldn't wouldn't you be surprised, the guy at the front desk who's checking them in is Sergeant Buzzcut from Beavis and Butthead. He hates these fucking kids (laughs) so much. Do you find that amusing, Jennifer Love Hewitt! (laughs) Talking about penises! Your two black friends will be having sex!
0: (laughs) Just the utter disdain he has for these kids is incredible. All right, uh, we have the honeymoon suite for you two. <laughs> the gardener's quarters are down here.
1: He started talking about, yeah, Richard Nixon slept here. Yeah, yeah, it's old, whatever. <laughs> He's like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Don't call him coons. Don't call him coons.
0: <laughs> I haven't seen you in a raccoon sandwich.
1: So, anyway, Sam with a showing scalp flats off, particularly about the point it made, decides to check them in. And uh, they also meet the bartender, who hates them, and apparently hates (laughs) tips.
0: I I died at the empty bar, because all I could think
1: of was a dumb and dumb We
0: landed on the moon, and they just fucking leave. I absolutely love all of these. Ancillary characters it, that just hate these tourists it, and they're trapped I on this admit the one guy fucking guy story. I was like,
1: again, it was a good fake out was the voodoo guy. I was like, if this is a voodoo <laughs> movie and he was controlling their actions with like a toothbrush to make them stab each other, this movie fucking rules.
0: I like that they tell him, like, yeah, we tried to answer the capital of Brazil, and he just laughs, like,
1: haha, yeah and just walks yeah. away
0: he's like oh these kids are fucking dead something's going yeah, wrong I
1: was immediately I was like yeah maybe he's a guy there's like a 20% chance it's him and uh so it could possibly be as dumb as the real reveal could it now I want to talk about Brandy and whoever her black boyfriend is Th- that poor guy that poor <laughs> poor man he
0: wants to nut so badly <laughs> you can all tell all he wants to do is just shoot a load <laughs> He's got her a lot. Like, the island is empty. They're pretending to have sex on his bed instead of just having sex to make her jealous, I guess? The look
1: of misery on his face during that scene. That wasn't acting. You could tell that he was just like, this isn't as much fun as I thought it would
0: be. He gets her alone in the hot tub. is like so close to sealing the deal. And then Jack Black appears and says, (laughs) get jiggy with it." it. It's so cool. Jack Black just emerges from the fucking ocean like a leviathan and offers them weed as he's this close, just exploding in his fucking swimsuit. He's incredible.
1: I haven't laughed this hard since the Batman episode. It's just
0: every strong gust of wind from that storm. Just He has to clutch a guardrail, take a deep breath, and psych himself up like she's on top of him they're both full of clothes riding and talking about changing her major <laughs> he just wants to fucking die so badly I think I could go to finance so we can always have a big bed like this <laughs> just Every single. The, <laughs> we'll pretend to have sex to own her you're like a brother to me
1: I, the, I think favorite part of all of this is like as soon as they get into that hot tub it's not just Jack Black with his weed with his weed bog snorkels just pop up out of nowhere
0: <laughs> he just appears like how long has he been in the bottom of that
1: pool <laughs> <laughs> I can only imagine the smell. And then, <laughs> uh, what's her policy on weed? Well, in order to smoke it, you gotta buy it. <laughs> no, in order to try it, you gotta buy it. Uh, and, That's a sick line too. And then their white male friend, who I don't even know his name, he just decides to just disrobe and get in the hot tub with them. They're, he's just like, hey, how's the water? Oh, is
0: there room for a little cream in this Oreo. <laughs> he just dives right in. <laughs> that guy's looking him up and down like... Just gonna fuck this white dude i just have to get this out of me. <laughs> If i don't get this out i'm gonna put on a fucking slicker and grab a hook and just start murdering all these white like people. there's
1: this we're skipping ahead here but there's this there's a scene where everyone on the island has been murdered pretty much and they're looking around oh, for so something good. here and at some point i'm just expecting that guy to just say look i know this is probably a bad but just please just watch me jack off
0: Just—you don't even have to look interested. You can file your nails. Just Just be in the same room. Please look at me. He's like—they have all these people. Well, maybe it's him because he hates her. Maybe it's her. Maybe it's him because he just wants to come so bad. He's gone jizz crazy. Just murdered all of his friends.
1: It's a possibility.
0: Uh, I, mean, I would not, really, I mean, after, <laughs> if you fly all the way to, to fucking a private island, it's you and three people, and the person you went with won't fuck And you. she
1: keeps talking about how she wants to, but, uh, now's not a good time. First we have uh, to- I'd
0: love to fuck you so bad, but my poor white friend I've known for six months is having boyfriend troubles. We have to, Are first
1: you we have to own her by me. having fake sex, fully clothed, and then-, <laughs> <laughs> then- Strong triggered- Oh, I, I spent $100 on this bathing suit. I bet it's really sexy. And you get to take it off of me. Oh, that's really sexy. We're going to be in a hot tub. Oh, that's really sexy. And Jack Black in a rasta wig is going to try to... It's going to be so
0: fucking wing. hot, dude. Oh, we're going to get in there. It's going to be just you and me. I don't want to get my hair wet. That's when I just slit my own throat. I'm done. Just fucking send me back in a suitcase. So
1: the guy's last words. I'm scared. I'm confused. And he looks right at his girlfriend. I'm horny. <laughs> right there, I actually. Probably the last time
0: we ever see each other, you better jack me off for good luck.
1: <laughs> so Jack Black at arrest awaits, is cucking this dude. <laughs> <laughs> he
0: is the most pure, uncut form of Jack Black, humanly <laughs> it really possible. Is. Just no restraints. No one knows who he is yet. There's no. Oh my god, the tenacious D guy. It's just this fat dude in treads being told he really go for it, man. <laughs> You just your entire. I, I it, saw your stand-up.
1: I think we have potential. Just put it in here. You you could just invent this character. I'll, I'll give you like a little writing credit, maybe. Make
0: them all your own. You know, just really explore the entire island.
1: But it's not just this one black character. You know, jizz and and that's what he's been missing. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> jennifer love hewitt is seeing visions. she's seeing nightmares of whatever she gets locked in a tanning bed guys we get it
0: i've never been in a tanning bed in my life but that is like one of my top five fears right
1: there when that happened i have to admit i was like i was actually kind of like i thought that was like the most creative thing in either one of these movies to just like zip lock her not zip lock was a zip tie her to zip tie yeah that's to just like a uh, zip tie her into uh, a tanning bit? thats a great idea. Anyway, there are other characters in this movie. She's been seeing visions, and uh, nothing's really happening. The uh, the tanning bed scene I really liked, uh, but I'm, I'm like I'm I'm kind of waiting for everything to happen. Then everything seems to happen at once. I think all the murders seem to happen at once, right?
0: Yeah, it's very clustered towards the end. There's a lot of the fakeouts. are like. Oh my god, there's someone in the closet. I think Kids think you're so funny, huh? A whole bunch of that. <laughs> and then everyone just gets murdered violently. This movie really does what you want a sequel to do. It's like, alright, let's take this conceit, take this character, and just, like, triple the body count. The, the, be as violent as possible.
1: That's the one thing that makes this different from all the other 80s slasher sequels, is it's better than the original. It's a little bit more creative. There's a possibility for something really... Uh... Uh, funny, if, if it had been a voodoo twist, I would have thought this movie would have been a 10 out of 10. But oh uh, the twist in this movie. Oh my goodness. Boy. Will Benson. Ben's son. I fucking it? died. I died
0: <laughs> laughing.
1: It's so cool.
0: They just and do the that. Way he's He does the big reveal where he's taunting her he does a, what's your favorite radio station? Which doesn't have quite the same ring to it as, what's your favorite scary movie? But I guess he was trying.
1: (laughs) Now people are going to be scared when they get a random call from a radio station asking them if they've won something? Come on.
0: Hi, I'm your local DJ. Like, uh, I haven't listened to the radio in 12 years.
1: Thank you, though. So the entire conceit of this movie is that, uh, whatever, Ben Willis or whatever, didn't die, his hand is back uh, maybe they put it in milk or something, and uh reattached it, and he's out for revenge, also to kill every single person he comes across.
0: (laughs) Just murders all these poor people working shitty part-time jobs on this reined-in island. Like, take that, Jack Black. That'll teach you. Take that, old voodoo man, who carries my bags.
1: Anyway, uh... Is there a fake-out ending of this one, too? Which is like, ooh, watch for the sequel. Uh,
0: yes, what, what was no, it? No, the I first one was... Uh, the guy jumps out of the, the shower. The first one was I'm under the... That's right. This one was... Uh... I think this one was under the bed, right?
1: Oh, yeah. She actually gets pulled under the bed. I assume she does not survive that. And this movie just that has a downer ending. That fucked
0: me up as a kid. That scared the shit. It, that <laughs> was well filmed. Cable that was
1: very, very well-filmed.
0: Like you have this whole reveal. Like I'm just looking at the ending again with this fucking. Hi, I'm actually still alive. Also, this boring white dude's my son, and then Deus Ex Freddy Prince Jr. shows up an hour and thirty minutes in, like, "Hey guys, I'm in the movie again, and I brought a gun with me." It's so fucking stupid. Yeah, the idea that oh, that, that guy
1: survives it. for the third movie and to drag her under the bed. No, <sighs> well, that's 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 how you make. I a wish it was. A, I guess. wish
0: there was a real third movie, though. Yeah. I would, absolutely. Oh yeah. If it kept going like this, like I fucking love this movie.
1: Yeah, can't believe Jennifer. And living in tech,
0: living in Texas, it's been eighty degrees out for like the last eight months. And the day I put this on, it was super dark and rainy outside. It was just a wonderful afternoon. These movies, like all the Scream sequels and Urban Legends, like that's just comfort food for me. Oh yeah, I could watch these stupid ass movies every single day. I love them dearly.
1: Well. uh... I think that's all for uh, those movies. Now, before we uh, get into what we're going to watch next week, let's assign each other a movie. Again, we don't have the Game of Games going on, thank God. We certainly don't have time for it. Uh, Parker, I'm only going to assign you one whole movie. And oh, no. I, I actually kind of feel bad, you know, for the movies oh, I have assigned good. To. So I'm yeah. going to assign you one that I think you're going to like. Uh, Critical Reception was uh, mixed, but... I Good. I think that this movie is a lot better than people say. Parker, you're going to watch Christine by John Carpenter.
0: You've been wanting me to rewatch that for a while. That's, haven't that's you? correct. Yes.
1: <clears throat> I was going to sign you two, but let's
0: see. I'm going to sign you one movie and one TV episode. Oh. Well, since you gave me horror, I will give you horror. We mentioned when we were at the hotel, we were talking about how much you should love your next. So I'm going to make you watch it. And I really hope you like it because I love that movie. It's called You're Next. Yes. And for TV, I don't know if you heard about what aired last week. But I would love your take on the incel episode of SVU that aired
1: last week. I don't even know where I'm going to find it. Ah, buddy. I'll help you out. Great. If you want to hear...
0: (laughs) Steve, <laughs> talk about Chad's and Stacy's.
1: I, I, which actually happens. I fucking love it. <laughs> Great. Okay, what are we watching next week? What do you have on the Halloween docket? Well,
0: as you know, this weekend the new Halloween movie comes out. That is correct. So I feel like it's time. To, it's time to revisit John Carpenter's best movie. Ghost of Mars <laughs> let's, oh boy let's hope Alex isn't sleeping waiting for a, this one I've been waiting all year to watch Ghost of Mars yeah. you have no idea he's <laughs> gonna put that at the end so it feels whole well,
1: there's, there's gotta be some sort of recording of had playing the Halloween theme song out there I've heard it before he actually plays a pretty sick version of it alright Ghost of Mars Hi. Th- <laughs> Desolation Williams. <laughs> I'm so excited.
0: Like, it was either that or fucking Village of the Damned, which no one cares about, including John Carpenter. <laughs> Alright, I'm, I'm excited for Ghosts of Mars. I mean, you could do a whole retrospective series on movies he did for a studio so he could make what he wanted to make, and then the movie didn't make money, so he didn't get to make what he wanted to make. So,
1: Christine, really. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a shame. Christine, I think, is actually pretty good. Yeah, I'm excited to go back to it.